welcome uh, to our very first uh, Thoughtful Thursday. And this is a podcast series that um, we are doing throughout this 21 days of prayer and fasting. And, and here with me, we have Mike, our lead pastor, Kimmy, our children's director, and me, Nick, our online pastor. And um, as we go through this series, we wanted to just provide you with opportunities um, just to go deeper, think deeper. Um, and so, uh, over the next, uh, three weeks, um, we're going to be having four episodes during this series on Thursdays that'll be posted. Um, we're going to kind of be talking about, um, well, I'll let Mike share it because, um, it's on the paper for him to share. So (laughs) my name's on it. Let me talk about it. Um, yeah, I mean, with this this one specifically, kind of little series we're doing through this series is, you know, we're kind of relating it to a race, like what Paul did in Scripture. So, I, I mean, I'll just read it in 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 27. Don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize. So run to win. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away, but we do it for an eternal prize. So I run with purpose in every step. I'm not just shadow boxing. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. And we were talking, when we were talking about this, um, every race has a few different parts to it. There's uh, the planning phase. There's the start line. There's enduring the race, basically, and finishing the race. And it if that's a 5k if it's a 50k if it's a 100k obviously it looks a little bit different with each one but they all have that same thing and if you fail in the planning phase you're going to go out there and blow yourself up and you're not gonna be able to finish it all um and managing that start line well is important not going out too fast or too hard so that you have nothing left and and then in those moments in the middle where especially if you're doing like a very long race it gets pretty dark um it really does take that enduring well um and then you want to finish well and i mean that's true obviously in a race but like paul's talking about that's true in life too um and we wanted to apply that thing that paul was talking about to this 21 days specifically with planning well for a fast starting it well enduring well and finishing well and so that's really kind of the gist of this and each week i think is basically covering one of these four facets yep and i don't think anybody that's listening or watching is surprised that mike jumped on a racing analogy for <laughs> for this cam are you surprised no, no not at all yeah and that's okay we yeah. love it paul did it so yeah if paul talks about it i'm, <laughs> I'm in good company cammy do you want to pace me for one of my races <laughs> not at all okay <laughs> Um, so this episode, we are looking at planning well in this idea of before we start the fast, um, this upcoming Sunday, um, we wanted to just take some time to think about the plan. Cause like for a race, you're not just going to show up in jeans and a t-shirt to, to well, so somebody Maybe. might, I, I might, um, <laughs> But that there's a certain amount or degree of planning that you're going to do before a race. And so um, while, um, Cami last week you, you talked about the idea of fasting and kind of give a, a big overarching view of it, 
Um, we wanted to take a little bit more time to maybe answer some questions that you may have uh, or maybe didn't know that you had, and we can answer some of those. So, uh, Cam, will you share with us what's the heart behind this season of prayer and fasting? Yeah, so obviously we want to practice the spiritual disciplines that Jesus himself lived out um, just as a follower of Jesus. Um, But also during this 21 days of fasting and prayer, we really want to seek God. We want to draw closer to him, um, each person individually, but also as a church, because we sing songs about revival and about, you know, the fire falling and we want Jesus' presence. but we don't just want it to be a song that we sing. It's, I kind of envision like we're building the altar. Um, So we're going through these practices of, we're going to be intentional about praying, intentional about fasting and doing these spiritual disciplines that Jesus did, you know, reading um, God's word and just preparing our heart to have God then, you know, bring the fire, so to speak. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's, and I think the beautiful thing about doing that as a church on a corporate level is just that uh, refreshing of our faith as a church body. And I'm excited to see yeah. what God's going to do. Yeah. I think the corporate aspect is something that I get really excited about personally, that our church is, is coming together to do, you know, the same thing at the same time and all be praying before God. I think that the um, it's exciting to think about what could be the result of mm-hmm. all of this. Yeah. And to go back to the planning well analogy a little bit, I think maybe another word that could be substituted to is like purpose. Sure. Um, I was listening to a podcast this morning and it was, it, it was geared towards running, but he was talking about each of your training runs the day before you really need to think through the purpose of why you're doing that or else you're going to get burnt out because yeah. you're just waking up, throwing some shoes on, going for a run. You don't know why you're doing it. And even if the purpose is I'm I'm going to do a recovery day, like that is your purpose. And just doing that, that purpose work, that planning work, I think really helps you to be successful in the endurance part of it, in the start part of it. And so, yeah, with, with this, you know, it's really important to think through the purpose of why is this happening um corporately and in my own life and planning what i'm gonna do and not just wait until sunday and going like oh i'm gonna do this yeah and have given it zero thoughts because you're gonna get frustrated you're gonna get burnt out and you might quit mm-hmm. yeah I, I, <clears throat> I don't know um if anyone else can relate to this but i feel like that this is that's incredibly true just even in our spiritual lives yeah you know we just kind of get in these rhythms of the this is what i do what I don't do or you know whatever and there's there's not a lot of thought behind it and I fall into that trap yeah so speaking about the purpose what is the purpose of fasting Mike? yeah I think in general um it's not like a command like thou shalt fast but it is an expectation uh when you see uh in Matthew 6 Jesus is talking about fasting and he doesn't say and, and you talked about this but he doesn't say if you fast, he says when you fast. And so just that language, there's an expectation that this is a this is a practice, this is a discipline that we just should be doing. Um, you know, he goes on, when you're fasting, don't do it like the hypocrites, which in scripture you see a lot of comparison to the hypocrites. Mm-hmm. Um, what a life of authentic faith looks like compared to the hypocrite. Um, and so it's like, you know, don't don't make it 
don't make a huge deal out of it. Don't look all tired. Don't look have a sad face about it. But like, but when you do it, and so it, again, it's not commanded, but it is this. You know, to reduce it to a definition, um, it's just this voluntary uh, reduction or elimination of food, specifically in scripture. That's what you see, and for a specific time. Um, and a specific purpose. And Cammie kind of covered the purpose of why we're doing this corporately. And, you know, we're doing a specific time. Now, what that looks like might be different for everybody. Um, Some people will do a total food elimination for 21 days, and some people are going to eat one meal a day. Um, And some people will do other things as well. And so just to simply define it, that's what it is, reducing or eliminating food. Thanks. Um, and, and I would just encourage you that if you're watching this and you uh, were not at this past week's message, yeah. um, that go, go and go back on our uh, Facebook or YouTube page and, and watch that because it's incredibly helpful. And I think go, Kimmy goes into way more depth um, about why we're doing it and, and answers some more questions that I think are especially helpful if you're concerned about Oh man, I can't, I can't give up food, uh, maybe for medical reasons or, or maybe for your own health or mental health reasons. Um, and so I would go back and watch that if you haven't, because I think it, it, uh, just gives some great instruction there. So, um, Kimmy, during your message on Sunday, you, um, kind of just shared some personal testimony from your life. And even though you did that there, I just kind of wanted to ask a couple questions about fasting because you've done some longer term fasting that I haven't done. Um, so what can I, or we as a church as, as individuals expect kind of as we go through this fast? Sure. Um, I think the first thing is there's never like the perfect time to mm-hmm. fast. There's always going to be some family <laughs> event or some, you know, uh, oh, you're supposed to go out to eat with a couple. I have an out of town event that's like coinciding with that. And so there was a part of me that's like, man, maybe I Mm -hmm. end my fast early because it's (laughs) going to be inconvenient. So, yeah. So there's, there's always going to be something, especially if you're doing like a 21 day fast, like there's going to be something. So, and that's okay. You can plan around it. You can get through it. Um, but you need to, again, decide ahead of time how that's going to look like for you. Um, just for example, um, the first time I did a 21 day fast, um, we actually, we were having our life group over, um, for supper. And so I was cooking for them and I was like, how am I going to do this? Because I'm not going to eat. And we have gentlemen in our life group who will not get their food until all the women do. So I knew it was going to be, I couldn't just say, yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) I couldn't just say, oh, I've already eaten or whatever. Um, So everyone got there, the food was ready. And I was like, I just want to let you know, um, I'm fasting. Uh, This is just what I'm doing. I'm doing great. Um, It's not going to bother me at all for you guys to eat. And so just telling you so now go eat yeah <laughs> so it's like, so you're gonna be waiting a long time yeah it's just kind of like addressing the white elephant in yeah, the room or whatever getting and, that band-aid off yeah and they were um like they were asking questions about it but super cool about it and it was not a big thing and we had a blast that night um so you just need to know okay how's this gonna look like yeah. um another time i did a fast and in the middle of it, um, my boys had uh, a banquet that they were we were going to for the weekend, and I was like, I don't want to not eat at the banquet because I didn't want to draw attention 
to us or I didn't want to embarrass them or it was like their night. And so yeah. I was like, I determined ahead of time I was going to eat. Um, and I did. And in hindsight, it honestly was kind of like my downfall mm. because then um, like the next day, the next day we went to a Texas roadhouse and I was like, we're sure. those rolls, man. I know. <laughs> like, if there's anything that's my weak spot, it's bread. And I was like, well, surely God would want me to eat. <laughs> he surely he wants me to be happy. <laughs> he broke bread with his disciples. I mean. Um, and so I did. I was like, okay, this is the last time. This is it. And Because I had about a week left in my fast. And that last week, it was a real struggle. Mm. Like, I would, oh, take a sausage off the pizza and, you know, just here and there. Yeah. So it was very different that in my first fast in that regards um so for me it kind of has to be all or nothing yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you feel like that that was specifically maybe not at first but at some of those moments temptation like legit temptation not just like ooh, i'm feeling a little tempted but like it was a oh, spiritual attack it, um i yes i think so not that i was feeling i, I think that I, I don't know if all temptation is considered a spiritual attack. It's not like I was, um, I don't know. I just like Texas Roadhouse. That was just pure, my, that was completely my flesh wanting. Yeah. No yeah. demons needed to tempt you with that. No, that was like just my complete flesh, knowing that we don't go there all the time. Yeah. And so like, and I'm not, I don't think that God was like, ugh, well, just scratching this complete fast yeah. off the list. Like, I don't think that. Um, but again, it's just that planning ahead and knowing how that's going to look when things come up. It's better to have a plan ahead of time. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that goes back to what, I don't know if you said this in your message or just in our conversations. But that language that's used, even with Daniel, like he purposed in his heart. Yes. Like, you have to do that. Mm -hmm. Like, because things are going to come up. Family events are going to come up. Um, and I call them the pre-choice choices. You have to make the choices ahead of time or else you're going to make the wrong choice. Like yeah. it's just going to happen. Yeah. So, Hey, parents, it's great little parenting tip right there. It so. is. That's, that's where Tuck that one away. That's where that got birthed was in student <laughs> ministry of like, you cannot wait till you're in the heat of some moment to make yeah. a choice. Cause you yeah. will make the wrong choice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anyway, kind of got off track a little bit. No, there. no, we're good. <laughs> But I know, like, I don't know if you want me to talk about, um, like, physical experiences. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I just think, um, you know, obviously we could probably spend a couple hours talking about just this one question, you know, like, what can we expect emotionally, physically, spiritually? Right. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so, you know, answer what you feel yeah. like is it important or God's pressing on your heart. Absolutely. So uh, just a quick thing, we already kind of hit on this, but in your planning, like if you're doing a juice fast, for example, um, which is what I did. So make sure you like prepare physically. You have the juices that you're going to drink yep. in the kitchen. Um, you have the broth that you're going to drink. Um, like sometimes if I knew I was going to be on the road or whatever, they have that pre-made broth. It's actually what it's for. Like you just pop the tab and drink yeah. it yeah. um so that's super easy to get so plan ahead that way if you're doing oh i'm just going to eat all um vegetables and fruit you know that's going to take some planning mm -hmm. yeah. on your part and so the temptation is if you don't have that what you need to eat or drink in the house then you're going to be tempted with other things so 
make sure we're planning ahead in that regards. Did, did you now, obviously when you were fasting, your whole family wasn't, um, right. were the things that you got rid of obstacles that you kind of pre took out of your path? Um, I did not. Um, I think that would be helpful. Like if you need to do that, absolutely do that. Um, I didn't just because, you know, I have boys three, want to eat. Yeah, <laughs> three men in the house. So there's always something. They could just eat the temptation away for you. <laughs> Seriously. Um, I really, really think that when you purpose in your heart, like you're committing, I'm doing this, I'm going to do this for 21 days and then just take each day at a time. Yeah. Um, I think that you're going to be shocked at how the Holy Spirit shows up and strengthens you um, in those temptations. So for me, um, I cooked for my family uh, the whole time and, and it was, um, it was a joy to do that. Yeah. So, and that's not, that's not my, my strength. I would have lasted one day. Yeah. If I tried to do it in my own strength and so. I, I think for someone like me who struggles in the willpower department personally, the day at a time mentality mm -hmm. is, is pretty big. Yeah. Did you find yourself like distracting yourself with other things or keeping busy or did you lean into those moments of like hunger? Yeah, so um, there's definitely, so the things you're going to experience physically, especially that first week, and I'm, again, talking primarily if you're doing like a juice fast, um, mm -hmm. but this could apply, I'm sure, even if you're doing like, I'm just eating fruits and vegetables or something mm -hmm. like that. Um, but especially if you're doing just a juice fast, you're going to, obviously, your stomach's going to be growling. I had a really bad headache um, the first week because I usually drink coffee and now I didn't have any caffeine. I, ha I usually, I'm sure it was also sugar. Like I'm just yeah, not, sure. I love healthy food, but I also love junk food. Yeah. So I'm sure it was from um, not having sugar and all of those things, which can make you cranky. Yeah. Um, or my lower back really hurt, which can be a sign of dehydration, but I know I wasn't dehydrated because right. I was drinking a lot of water. Um, so I think it was just toxins being eliminated out of my body that first week. Um, they say that you can have bad breath, um, some strange things can go on with your tongue. Like those are signs of toxins leaving your body. So yeah. that's completely normal. So don't freak out about yeah. those things and just know that that's how your first week is gonna be. But after you get past that day five or so, like it's, it's much better. Um, so the things I found myself going to bed earlier than normal during that first week. Um, and even last night I did the same thing mostly because I like to eat at night. And so like at some point I'm like, I'm just done Yep. and I'm going to bed. Yeah. So like, that's okay. Just do that. Um, and you may even feel a little more tired that first week. Yeah, um, but so those are things physically that you might um, experience. But again, I don't want it to seem like, oh, it's going to be miserable because for the most part, I was shocked. I really was pleasantly surprised at, I don't want to say how easy it was. Cause, how good you felt. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're getting rid of junk that yeah. your body is depending on. Um, and, and also like it really is the Holy Spirit mm -hmm, strengthening sure. you. So you where you're at. Yeah. So I think that um, I'm hoping and my prayer is that people will be like, wow. Like I read my journal, went back and read my journal and every day it was like just surprised at how much mm. the Holy Spirit was sustaining me. Yeah. So yeah, um, that's physically, 
mentally or emotionally, um, just be prepared, especially like if you have close family members that find out that um, you're fasting, they, they're going to be concerned for you. And so they may have doubts, they may, you know, like in love, they may say, are you sure you should be doing this? Yeah. Um, because they're just fearful <laughs> for you. Um, so just kind of expect that opposition. Um, spiritually, you're definitely going to have some spiritual warfare going on. Because when you fast or pray or do any of these things, like you're you're taking ground from the enemy, so to speak. Yep. So he's not going to just roll over. Mm -hmm. um, so certainly expect um, spiritual opposition. Plan for it. Yeah. Um, when you eliminate something, you need to replace it. So going back to your question, this was a really long answer. Um, like just spend more and more time in God's word. When you should be eating lunch, but you're not, maybe that's a time to, you know, read the daily Bible plan that we're going through. Yeah. Um, each morning, I would just spend about an hour just, um, I did a daily Devo during that time on version that was super helpful. Mm. Um, it was the, even though I was doing a juice fast, the, the plan was the 21-day Daniel fast, which that specific fast is just fruits and vegetables. But it was super encouraging for me to do that. I kept a journal keep on worship music. Um, just, you have to replace what you're getting rid of. Um, so yeah, I, and I, I really think that you will see breakthrough in some areas, but in some, I'm still waiting for it. Sure. Hasn't happened. Yeah. And that's okay. It doesn't mean God, you know, is not going to honor that or it's just, he has a different timetable and he may have a different answer. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, thank you for your really wisdom and insight there. Nope. You're great. <laughs> You're great. Um, Mike, I, uh, when you first came here, you were super CrossFit and kind of got me into that world, but you talked about, um, uh, and, and you've shared this, you know, many a Sunday where, um, you were in a real place of unhealth and mm -hmm. getting into CrossFit and just kind of that wrestling. And so, um, I know that you're no stranger to that. Um, and so, you know, what if for for somebody out there, or maybe even for my own advice, uh, what if I break my fast and feel like a failure? You know, what should I do with that? There's a difference between failing and being a failure. Mm. Um, when you are endeavoring to do something you've never done before, or something big that feels like it's just way bigger than you, and even when you've been doing it a while, um, times of failure are inevitable. And I, I don't want to, I mean, I don't want to put that on anybody, you know, who, who might be tuning into this at like, oh, you're, you're going to screw it up. Yeah. Um, but like fa failures is a part of life. I mean, it just is, but it's how, how do you manage the other side of failure and how do you move past that? Because I've had times in my life where I have let one small failure turn into a total failure or an attitude of failure and it's really derailed where I wanted to go because I you know I picked the sausage off the pizza you know what I mean and mm -hmm. next thing you know I'm eating the whole pizza yeah <laughs> it happens real fast yeah. um that escalated quickly <laughs> yeah I'm six pizzas in um so just just under just an understanding that failure is a part of life but it doesn't mean you have to be a complete failure um, because I think we, we like to carry those different titles around 
which can be dangerous on that side and the I'm a winner. Yep. You know, I'm awesome. I've got it all figured out. Um, sometimes you make wise choices. Sometimes you fail. Those are isolated incidences that do stack up to who we are, though. And so when you do fail, just understanding, hey, I, I screwed up. Yeah. And part of part of the, the fast is that it is this journey that you are on. Like it's it's not just doing it to check something off a list. Um, and it, it's the same way, again, to go back to the analogy, it's the same way with a race. You're going to do something stupid in a hundred mile race that, you know, whether you're not paying attention to, you have a hot spot on your foot and you're like, oh, I'll get to the next aid station as opposed to sitting down, taking a sock off, putting a piece of tape on it mm-hmm. because that little failure can turn into a massive blister which yeah. can derail things pretty quick. Um, and so you, it, it's just a part of the learning process and allowing that to drive you deeper into your intimacy with Jesus. Yep. And being honest about failing, like I failed at that and seek forgiveness in that and seek to move forward. Um, so yeah, it's just going to be a part of it at times. And I think that's, um, again, you know, me being excited about the corporate side of this is that there's the ability to, to have support and encouragement and to, you know, accountability even in people you can be honest with. Yeah. So, uh, one thing that we've, um, um, we, we touched on Cammy, you touched on it, um, said that you've been talking to the first through fifth graders over in the warehouse about, Hey, we're, we're fasting and, and you, you could be a part of this. And so, um, I would just love for, for us to talk about, you know, how are maybe your families doing this together or how could, uh, maybe if someone's out there and has a range of maybe like littles, um, and wants to help them understand what a fast is, how do we, how do we do that? Well, I had a buddy, I know I told you guys this, but I had a buddy text me Sunday and they were talking about fasting with their kids and their youngest is five. And, you know, they were talking about what they were going to do. And the fiber goes, I, I know what I'm going to fast from. And dad was like, Oh, what's that? And he's like taking a bath. <laughs> Solid. <Okay. laughs> Solid. <laughs> some great thinking on a five-year-old. He found his way to get out of everything he doesn't want to do. Hey. <laughs> Can't blame the guy for trying. No. no. Um, I think this is just such a great opportunity to both um, include your children. It doesn't matter how young they are. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be something simple that they're giving up um, and just fasting from along with you. Maybe it doesn't matter you know, what each person is fasting from, but it yeah. can include the entire family. But it's so neat, I think, just to um, be that example mm-hmm. for your children to know like, oh my goodness, mom and dad are doing this and um, that's something that I can do as well or that's something that, you know, someday I'm going to, you know, fast from a meal or, you know, food for 21 days. Like if I can see my mom and dad do that, yeah. like I think that's just a huge opportunity that we have as parents to just set that example, even if it's I'm um, giving up social media, whatever it looks yeah. like. Um, what a huge opportunity we have. Um, it's just like, you know, when... That's the power of testimony when yeah. we hear other people saying, this is what God did for me yeah. and he can do it in your life. If God did this yeah. in my life, I know he can do it in your life. And so just to set that example, but um, yeah, I just encourage 
all families to figure out what that looks like. Um, what what a great opportunity for 21 days to pray together, worship together, read God's word together, and fast together. And this doesn't have to be long or like don't overcomplicate it. Yeah. It can be a 15 minute thing um, that you do each night for 21 days, but. I'm pretty confident that your kids will never forget that. Yep. And hopefully that will become a, a family rhythm. So I think too, even if the kids aren't choosing something to fast from, mm-hmm. including them in the other aspects yes. of what's happening, whether that's like, you know, time of prayer. Uh, I was talking to a, a friend this week. Uh, just really cool. He said, we, we don't allow everyone to go to bed until we pray together mm-hmm. as a family, you know, and they've got 18 down to, five-year-old mm. so now obviously there's things like someone stays in someone's house or whatever but you can include them in the other practices and the conversation of explaining to them well this is why i'm doing this and hey maybe someday you know that's something you'll want to do um so yeah just including them in those rhythms as well yeah i know one thing that um minda and i have talked about is just uh during mealtime having uh, you know, worship music plan and just kind of have that be kind of a time for us to sing together and worship. And, mm-hmm. um, the girls really love that. I'm not a great singer, but you know, well, you're fantastic. Well, don't play with my heart. <laughs> sing right now. Yeah. Right now. Go. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Not happening. Um, is there anything, uh, Kimmy, maybe we'll start with you. I shouldn't have allowed Mike to have access to the buttons. That was a there's lots of buttons, (laughs) and they got lights on them. Uh, Kimmy, we'll start with you and 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 just maybe kind of open it up. But um, what should we be careful about when we fast? Is there anything you know? Maybe we should be cautious or just kind of know. Um, obviously speaking for the physical aspect, listen to your body. Um, you know, there was a few moments. Sometimes I just feel lightheaded, which is also normal for me, even when I'm not fasting like early in the morning. So just know, um, you know, be in tune to what your body is telling you. Um, you know, certainly we're not asking anyone to put your health in danger or anything like that. Drink water, lots and lots of water. Mm -hmm. You're not, um, dehydrated. And, um, I'm trying to think for a physical aspect, if there's any other. Yeah. And I think the thing with that too, is it feels like a razor edge of anything that feels different. I'm just going to use it as an excuse to quit. Yeah, sure. Um, and you see that in the physical world too, like, Oh, this is hard. I'm going to quit. Only you know that. That's the problem. Like, I, I know my default mode is to push, 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 push. Mm-hmm. Sometimes to a point of injury. Like, part of it is learning what you can endure to endure well. And we'll yeah. talk about that in a later episode. But only you know if, like, you're legitimately, yeah. I think I've got some health issues. Yeah. I probably need to press the pause button on this, maybe get to the doctor, see what's going on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a fine line. Yeah. And when you start feeling cranky and when you start having headaches and all the things, like you just said, that can be an excuse to be mm-hmm. like, okay, I need to stop. And you, that means it's working. Yeah. 
So you need to press into that. Uh, don't give up. Know that, you know, there is going to be a time when those headaches and things like that are over. Your crankiness, hopefully, <laughs> will be over. Press into that and don't give up. Um, for me, like I said, the lightheaded thing, that's normal for me. Uh, not all the time, but other times. So I just know that um, instead of getting into the hot shower, I need to start with a little bit of juice. Mm, it's something yeah. about, I don't know how blood sugar and all that works, but... That's, that's Dr. Cam in the house. I really like, I don't know, eat dirt. I don't eat, know. rub some dirt on it. Yep, rub some dirt on it if you're feeling a little cranky. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, another thing to be careful of is, I mean, just heeding the words of Jesus and don't be like a hypocrite. Yeah. Like, don't allow yourself to slip into that mode of like, oh, woe is me. Look at me. Drawing attention to yourself making a spectacle of it that's a temptation like it, it really yeah. is yeah and so being careful on the physical things but also the spiritual side of it and keeping the purpose in front of you yeah that um i mean obviously we're we're doing a lot of social media like things like this uh and talking about it but i uh kind of determined beforehand that i wasn't going to put anything on social media about like oh i'm doing a 21 mm -hmm. day fast or mm -hmm. even when it's over there's a part of me that's like you know, I'll check my heart as we get closer to there, but where I don't want it to be about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I like talking about the things that I'm doing and accomplishing. And so, um, for me, that's something that I'm like, yeah, I'm going to pump the brakes on that and not. Well, and to repeat what Cammy said Sunday, which is really good. Cause a lot of people go, Oh, you're, you're not supposed to talk about it at all. That is not what Jesus said. Um, it's just in your day to day life. Don't, just keep drawing attention to yourself. Yeah, It's okay to teach about it. It's okay to be an encourager. It's okay to, you know, when friends are over and they're going, why aren't you eating? You don't have to lie to them. Right. Like you can go, oh, I'm just, I'm doing this right now. And um, it, it's just been really cool. So I'm just not, not, I'm not eating dinner with you guys. Nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah. So it's just important to keep that in mind too. Yeah. Motives matter. Yeah. Yeah. It's really that posture of humility, which can be hard for me like one of the things you'll find too and and i hope this happens for everyone and it's kind of the point of fasting as well is god's going to reveal um issues mm -hmm. sins that you're struggling with um for me it's always pride and the posture of fasting needs to be humility so it's like this constant you know it's not like oh i beat pride today and i never have to deal with it again yeah. i'm the best <laughs> yeah um the best. so so it could be tempting to be like oh, you know because you're you're excited about what god's doing in your life yeah. and you want to talk about it but also on the other aspect you don't want to like it you want to boast in him yeah but not boast in yourself so yeah. That's it's a fine great. line. That's yep. a great distinction, though, I think, <laughs> yeah. For, yeah, for us to keep in our minds and hearts. Um, Mike, at the height of us working out, you saw me endure a lot of pain. You were killing um, it, man. And, uh, <laughs> I, I miss the days. I tend to... Me too. You should come with me. <laughs> Not enough morning. to do it. <laughs> Not enough to join you. <laughs> oh. You're beautiful. Um, <laughs> again, we're switching seats for next podcast. Um so when I am struggling, I really struggle not to complain. Mm -hmm. I, I'm a high complainer and to keep my mouth shut is a big deal for me. So, um, any thoughts on that? Um, shut how, up. How quit complaining? How do I endure, <laughs> uh, struggle, um, fasting with grace and joy without complaining? Um, so 
honesty time. Like, complaining drives me nuts. I mean, you know that. Yeah. But you have a, a couple things. One, giving the right people permission to be assertive and to the point with you. Yeah. You know, maybe that's a spouse. Maybe it's us. To go like, you're, you're being a real diva, man. Like... <laughs> Just eat a Snickers. Yeah. No, don't eat a Snickers. <laughs> I would if I could. <laughs> What's the spiritual equivalent Maybe of Maybe not yeah. go to him for advice. Snickers, yeah. <laughs> Read a Bible verse. Um, just giving people permission to go, hey, if you see me and I'm just being a whiny mess, yeah. just slap me in the back of the head and tell me to move on. Yep. Um, but in order to do that internally, I think it goes back to what we've talked about time and time again, and that's going back to the purpose in your heart. Yep. And centering and anchoring yourself around that thing and reminding yourself of that thing in the middle of it. Um, one thing I'm going to talk about this Sunday, but with spiritual disciplines, fasting included, so whether it's uh, giving, uh, scripture reading, fasting, the Sabbath, practicing the Sabbath, every, every single one of those is essentially coming back to... Um, Anchoring your life on the fact that God can do with less what it takes a normal person to do. So God can do with 90% of my money or his money what it takes people 100% to do. Sure. I, I can accomplish in six days what it takes people seven to do because God's honoring what he's asked me to do. And it's true with the fast. Like I can endure this and I can continue on with my life with no physical nutrition because God said I could yep. and he'll see me through and just reminding yourself of the, of that reality in those moments where you feel a little bit like you want to complain. Yep. I think I it's know. important. Yeah. yeah. Just to remember um, what Jesus' response was and in, in the, when he was fasting for 40 days, each time Satan tried to tempt him, his response was quoting God's word. Yep. Um, so again, truth. it's just replacing that, what you're eliminating with, him and his word. So when you want to complain, maybe have, you know, index cards of some scripture that instead you're going to say that when you're open your mouth. Um, or one thing I read was um, kind of helpful for me at the time was just kind of, um, especially like going to a restaurant or, or something. It was like envision that Jesus is sitting at the table with you and he doesn't have food. And so you're giving him mm. y your food mm. instead. And you're like, I'm going without um, and I know that's maybe a abstract, um, thing, but yeah. I don't know. It was just for the moment I was in for those, for that time, I was like, okay, that's helpful yeah. to just think that because you are offering your body as a living sacrifice. You are, but not those Texas roadhouse rolls. No, <laughs> Sorry, Jesus. You ain't getting these, but he could have had my steak. He could have had the baked potato, but those rolls were mine. <laughs> I remember when you talk about that passage of scripture where Jesus is being tempted and tested. I remember when I was a kid, I was probably six, seven years old. I don't know. But I, my mom had a paper out and I would go with her and she was telling me about this passage of scripture where, and Jesus would say like, get thee behind me, Satan. And you know, it was like, anytime you're tempted, just say it, say it out loud, get thee behind me, Satan. And so little, little six, KJV, seven year old Mike. Huh? Oh yeah. We were KJV. <laughs> so it was the, you know, 
So little six, seven-year-old Mike, I'd just be in church like, get thee behind me, Satan. We lived in Tennessee, had a little hillbilly accent. So I just said it out loud. Maybe get just say there. it out loud. Get out. Oh. You're gone. Take a hike, pal. I uttered that this morning, actually. <laughs> hey. Was it at the devil or was it at one of your yeah, boys? I, just, I always tell, I always told the kids growing up, like, you just say the name Jesus out loud and that <laughs> temptation, evil, whatever, has to flee. So, yep. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this, uh, we have one more question, but I kind of, as we've been going through, I kind of feel like we should put it on till next week or, or the week after even. I don't know if you guys are okay with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. that's fine. Uh, a little teaser. Yeah, I know. Well, we'll see. <laughs> um, anything else you guys want to talk about before we kind of start to wrap things up here? I'm just really excited. Um, and I, I encourage you if you're watching, um, if you have questions, send them in. Yeah. Um, you know we can discuss them in this format because you know we don't we don't have the extended this extended amount of time on a sunday morning and there are things uh, sometimes like when you preach you're like man i wish i could have said that yep or man i wish i had an answer to that question and they didn't cover it um so just be willing to kind of participate and yep. you know speak what what you're thinking and we'll see if we can't have a conversation about it over the next next month yeah i'm pumped so excited so excited for what god has in store for you and um i don't know if like i know we want to the want this to be like an interactive thing and have that relationship with you guys so we would love to know if that's okay can i say that well like how you're gonna fast or what i don't know yeah yeah i mean even if you want to send it in in a private message that's what i meant like yeah. yeah not don't make it public but just um not so that we can keep a keep a list of like who's on the fasting chart, but like so we can really be praying for you in a very yeah. intentional way. So, um, yep. and that might help uh, us generate questions and answers too. For the well, one thing we want to do in um, after this Sunday, so the following Sunday for three weeks, you know, we're really doing extended times of worship and prayer. But we we do want to share, like Cami talked about testimonies, yeah. mm-hmm. because it is encouraging and edifying to people, and so. Maybe you have a story in your own life with fasting um, or prayer or scripture reading. Um, again, you don't have to publicly share it, but we'd love to hear those stories. And, it, you know, we may include talk to you about sharing that with our community, maybe even on a Sunday morning. We just we know a lot of people have different stories that would really help people and be impactful yep. for people and people need to hear them. Absolutely. And um, I have our website pulled up at the very top of it. Uh, there's a banner and it says 21 days of prayer uh, and fasting resources. Um, I encourage you go to go and check that out. Um, there's a short video from Mike. Um, there's the prayer and fasting guide. If you haven't gotten a physical copy, you can download it onto your phone, computer, iPad, whatever. Um, we also um, have information about the 24-7 prayer room that we're making available um, and there'll be a little bit more info and even some pictures to come and um, I don't know if we want to talk about the sign up thing or not um, yeah late I mean you're gonna get to that yeah okay. we don't have to worry about that right now can you tell us because um, we're not just doing something on Thursdays we're doing things Correct. other days of the week 
like just so people can know what to expect and when to tune in and yep absolutely can you share that yep uh so on mondays we're going to be going live on facebook um and that's going to be uh one of our team members uh every monday um and we're calling it mindful mondays motivation monday just kind of that encouraging word uh from uh from one of us on staff uh and then we're doing weekday worship uh which will be sometime uh near the middle of the week but um it's going to be worship from from a few of our different people that that lead worship um and so you can you can have that either whether you tune in live um or whether you you watch it after it's posted um, and that's just really meant to give you an opportunity to, to worship and, and uh, worship with songs that maybe we are, are normal for us and things yeah. that we do here that, that can be encouraging. Uh, and then we'll have Thoughtful Thursdays. This is the first episode. There's going to be three more coming up. Uh, and uh, next week, uh, we're moving from planning well and kind of getting ready to start to starting well. And so we're going to jump into that. And what does it look like? Because at that point, we'll be what three and a half days three and a half four days into the Mm -hmm. fast yep um so we'll be talking about you know we're just getting off the starting line and and how do we continue to to start well in that process uh like mike was talking about we we do want to hear your story and so uh, at the bottom of that web page for the 21 days of prayer and fasting there's a button that says share your story so we'd love to hear um what God is maybe already doing in your life. We've actually already gotten submissions from that um, of um, just ways that God is already showing up even before the fast starts for, for some of uh, our people here at new hope. So, yeah. And I would say just as like a final thing, if you're on the fence, um, just take a risk. Um, You know, it's, it might be a little bit unnerving. It might be a little bit scary. Um, but you gain nothing when you risk nothing. And sometimes, not sometimes, a life of faith is a life of risk. Yeah. And so um, just be willing to try it. Uh, that's what I would say. It's a leap of faith for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I just think it, especially even though we're, we're in a kind of a podcast format, people are going to be watching this after. I think it'd be really neat just to pray over whoever's watching right now. And yeah. um, so, Kim, would you be willing to do sure. that? God, we just love you so much, and we are so excited um, just to be practicing these spiritual disciplines that um, you showed us in uh, your word. And so, God, we just we want to come to you with humble hearts. Um, I pray that you would just help all of us just um, just search our hearts, show us um, what sin we may need to deal with. Father, we want our hearts to be broken for what breaks yours. Um, And I just ask that during this time, you would just first move people to desire you, um, that we would just want you. I know we all have our personal reasons why we may want to fast, and those are important too, Father. And I know that you will answer prayers and and breakthrough will be seen um, in many areas, Father. But ultimately, we just want to seek you and we want to do that as a church. Um, So we just, we give you um, our food, we give you our flesh. Um, we we just want to um, honor you in this way, Father. So I just pray right now for um, our church family. I ask that you would even now just um, encourage them, that you would just bring to mind what it is that maybe um, they should be fasting from, how that looks like for them. I pray that they would have faith, that they would know that you can do this in their life, that you really are the bread of life, that man does not live by bread
bread alone. Um, and God, we just ultimately ask for you, um, your presence, just to make yourself known here in our church and in each person's heart. We glorify you, Father. Um, we love you. We thank you so much for your son. We thank you for the church. Um, and we just want to we are doing these things not um, to just benefit ourselves, Father, but we want your spirit to empower us to do the things that you have ordained for us to do here in our church, in our community, in our nation, and in this world, Father. We want to make your name great and uh, bring people to you, Father. So that's our prayer, and we just praise you, Jesus, in your name. Amen. 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 Well, guys, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.